Welcome to Living Truth Everyday Podcast. I am your host, Vanessa Sabalo. We will be talking about God's truth, how to walk in it, how to be sharpened by it, and how to live it out every single day. Let's jump right into it. All right, welcome to Living Truth Everyday Podcast. I am your host, Vanessa Sabalo, and this is episode three, y'all. Episode three of the podcast. Praise the Lord. I give God glory each and every single time I get on here. So glory be to God. And I just want to say thank you so much for the continued support. Just people reaching out to me and um, just blessing the ministry, giving me encouragement. I'm not going to stop saying thank you. So receive it. Y'all receive it. Thank you so much for just the love and just like, hey, Vanessa, when's the next one coming out? Like it just blesses my heart. I know it's not me, right? It's the spirit of God and and he's the one putting these things together. So, you know, glory be to God for that. And, you know, um, funny enough, this is like my second time recording this same podcast. So I'm like, Lord, I really hope that um, I say everything you want me to say in this one, because long story short, I was recording and I recorded it. Everything was good. And then I go to, you know, there's like a whole process to these things. Like, you got to edit it, you got to upload, take off some of the background noise, you know, because these are all pre-recorded. And as I go to do that, there's like no sound coming out of my mic. And I could see the video and I could see all that. And I was like, okay, Lord, <laughs> we're going to do this again. And it's going to be that much more powerful and that much more, Father God, impactful to your people in Jesus' name. So I'm believing that. Just believe it with me. Um, but I, I really do just want to, you know, thank you so much for, you know, the, the people that have just placed that, you know, ministering, encouragement, but the praying, I thank you so much for that. And, you know, it just reminds me like sometimes you don't have to have it all together and perfect to start something that God is calling you to do. Like you don't have to have all your ducks in your rows and your, all your T's crossed and your Dot, uh, eyes dotted but just sometimes just step out in faith and like just start <laughs> like start with what you got start you know whatever God is calling you to do like start that <laughs> I'm just I'm just being that voice right now that just encourages you to start whatever God's calling you maybe it's a business maybe God's calling you to you know cupcake business or maybe he's calling you to be an entrepreneur you know and start your own lawn business on the side I don't know what it is, but I'm saying step out in faith and, you know, do with what you have, you know, and even if it's just for season, sometimes we look at seasons as things that are bad, but seasons are great. You know, sometimes God will cause you to start something and it'll only be for a short while. And it's sometimes to teach us something, to bless those that are around us. But even if long or short term season, you know, walk in that that God is telling you to do. Because I think there's such a blessing behind um, businesses that are honoring God and, and the business is honoring God, but it's the people behind the business that also honor God. I think that is something to be said. I personally love walking into a business and whether it's a clothing store, whether it's, you know, I don't know, buying coffee, I, whatever it may be, a craft store. For those that know me, I love crafting. Uh, but it, you can go into a store and just listen to, you know, positive music, like Christian music that's just like uplifting you, encouraging me. Man, when I go into that establishment, I feel like a police. 
such a piece of God. I don't have to be on guard. Not that I will still not be on guard, but there's just something that you, you feel a sense of relief. You're like, oh, wow, this is nice. This is nice, you know, that I can walk in and hear some Tasha Cobbs in the background. You know, this is nice that I can walk in, you know, and hear some mercy culture. It's just nice. It's that feeling where it's like, wow, God, amen. You know, Lord, bless this business. Because we know the opposite of that. We know the opposite of, you know, going into non-Christian establishments or just establishments. And, you know, they got some music playing and you're just like, oh. You know, and they're like, you know, beep this and beep that and, you know, all these other four letter words. <laughs> You're just like, oh, get in and get out, get in and get out. And, and it really, right, makes you kind of struggle sometimes where you're just like, well, like why did I, why did I walk in here? Because it could put you in a mindset that you're just not ready to be in, you know, and sometimes, you know, we can get into that mindset where it's like, why why exactly like why exactly am i having to endure this because for me and i can just share this personal testimony this is not what podcast three is about so just bear with me but sometimes for me like if i walk into an establishment you know and this is you know as an early believer i could walk into an establishment if if hip-hop was playing or 90s rap was playing like in my every bit of my consciousness i'm like humming to the song, you know, like, <laughs> like just, you know, I'm feeling the song, right? Because it's reminding me of a place and a time. And then I'll get into my car and start driving. I start like one handing, you know, driving with my hand on the 12 o'clock steering wheel. And it just like, I'm like, what, what are you doing? Like me mugging people? Like, and it was just all because of a song. <laughs> it was like all because I listened to that silly song that now is stuck in my head, like my 90s rap music. And I'm like, oh, I can't be, I can't put myself there. And I realized very quickly that the Lord was like separating me from that type of music early in my walk. He was like, you're not there yet. Like you're not strong enough not to entertain this. And it sounds wild, but I was not strong enough to entertain you know, secular music. Like I couldn't listen to it without putting myself in a place of where I was at when I had listened to that song. And Lord was like, you know, like cut yourself off. You know, and these are my own convictions, right? I'm just sharing you uh, some testimonies. God was like, you can't listen to that right now. You know, now I can listen to it and it doesn't affect me. But early in my walk, man, I could not listen. I could not listen to it. I could not listen to it without repeating it because some songs you've memorized like what? man I can't remember what I did yesterday but I could remember you know the 90, 90s biggie song that was off the chart like but I couldn't remember you know yesterday and I'm like the devil is a liar so this is why for me you know when I walk into establishments or places that I know they're honoring God you know whether it's a restaurant like I said a um, you know, a clothing store, a shoe store. And I'm like, man, these, these, these people are honoring God. You know, they're not, you know, choosing to, you know, play music that doesn't, you know, represent their values. And I, I just say that to say, you know, if God is calling you to start something, maybe it's not a podcast, but maybe it's a business, you know, maybe he's calling you. I said this on the last podcast, but maybe he's calling you to, you know, be the one that knocks on your neighbor's door, you know, and, you know, like invites them over for a Christmas holiday, you know, and that's, that's your ministry. I don't know. 
I don't know, but I do believe God to, you know, desire for us to continue to be used here on earth, you know, continue to, you know, bring forth light. We're in the season of, you know, bringing forth his light. So take that. That was my side commercial (laughs) for the podcast, side commercials. And um, I'll say this too, if you've not listened to podcasts one or two and you're like, Vanessa, what is this, you know, living truth every day really about? Now, like, how did this come about? I encourage you to listen to podcast number one and podcast number two. I talk a little bit about, you know, just the importance of having truth every day in your life. And, you know, it's biblical. It's in, in, in the Bible. If you've gotten your study Bible, kudos to you. But if you haven't, there's so many times in the Bible where you look up the word truth and it's everywhere in the Bible, you know, where, where, where even God is saying like, Hey, these truths are going to bless you. You know, these truths are going to be important for you to know. These truths are going to, you know, be important. And I just say that to say like, you know, be someone that truly takes in more of his truth. The more truth you take in, the more that you expose the enemy and his lies. Um, Because there's a lot of stuff out there that will try to, you know, masquerade as truth, but it's not really true. And, you know, God wants us to walk in his truth and he wants us to walk in his light. Uh, Just like we talked about last week, you know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And knowing that it will be so beneficial to you as a believer. And I truly believe it will be what God desires us to continue to walk in this Christian life with more and more of his truth. So with that said, let's hop in here. Um, We're going to go to Timothy, 2 Timothy. We're going to be in 2 Timothy 3.16. 2 Timothy 3.16. And it says here, all scripture is God breath and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. I'm going to say that one more time. All scripture is God breath and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So, man, there's so much there and I'm going to try to break it down here. But it says all scripture meaning every part of the word of God, all scripture is God breath. And we learned, you know, in in the podcast before, just that the word of God is, it has to be authoritative in your life. It has to be sound in your life. It has to be your foundation in your life. And and what we're reading here in, in the scripture is, it's God breath and it's useful for something. There's a purpose. There's, we're not going to just read the word of God to say we read the word of God and we checked off the, you know, the, the button and we're like, okay, I read my word. You said my prayer at night. I prayed over my food today. That's it. I'm a Christian. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. It doesn't happen that way. And, you know, we're here that Timothy's saying like, listen, it's useful for teaching. When you begin to read the word of God, you're going to be learning something. It's meant to teach you. It's meant to teach you, you know, for you something, (laughs) you know, whether it's to teach you even just saying like forgiveness, you know, if it's telling you like, wait, hold on, what, what does that mean that I have to forgive my brother 70 times seven? You know, that's, 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 that's kind of hard. You know, what do you mean? I got to turn the cheek. You know, if someone, you know, slaps me like, whoa, hold on. Like, let's, let's talk about this, Jesus. You know, 
but there's something that God's teaching you. You know, even God will teach you, you know, things of how you, you are to speak to your brother and sister, you know, speak in love. And he begins to teach you things that are necessary for your own, you know, for your own good. And the word of God, you know, we, we talked about the spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will begin to teach you some things. It's like even when the disciples asked, you know, Jesus, he said, you know, teach us to pray. You know, like prayer is a teaching. Prayer doesn't just come because you can recite a scripture or prayer doesn't just come because, you know, it's something that, you know, like you just wake up one day and you, you know how to pray. No, it's a teaching. It's it's where God begins to teach you, hey, this is the manner that you shall pray. Our Father. You know, and he begins to go through the Our Father who art in heaven. <laughs> and, and he begins to teach him, like, this is how you pray. And even prayer is a teaching. You know, how to intercede. That's a teaching. How to come before the presence of God in humbleness and gratefulness. It's a teaching. It's something that God is teaching us as believers to grow us, to begin to get closer to the Father, where we can say our Father, our Father, our Father who are in heaven. Like this is this is a teaching. And when we begin to really dive into the word, ask the Spirit of the Lord, like what are you what am I what am I learning here? What what are you teaching me here? What are you teaching me through as I'm reading your word? And the next part of that is like, sometimes the word of God, the truth of God, sometimes it's a rebuke, you know, sometimes it's a rebuke where it's like, man, you, you got some stinking thinking going on and I'm, I'm needing you to correct that, right? I'm needing you to, you know, correct the way that you're looking at this situation. I know you don't want to forgive your, your brother 70 times seven. I know that you don't want to do that, but freely if you receive, freely give. You know, like, wait, hold on. There's some, there's something here that that the Spirit of the Lord is is telling us that you need to do. You know, and sometimes it comes as a rebuke. Sometimes it comes as a correction. Like, you know, I was sharing last week where God was like, I, I was still, you know, a, a young believer and believing in horoscopes. That God was like, no, 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 we're gonna have to correct some of that because that just those two don't go together. And there's things that God desires for us to refine you know, to begin to, you know, begin that purification. And whether you're a seasoned Christian or whether you're, you know, a young Christian in the Lord, we still need refining. <laughs> we have not arrived yet. We have not arrived yet. And there are things that as you begin to read your word, God will begin to refine you. You know, like I love that scripture in Jude and I, I, I didn't put this in my notes, but you know, it's in the book of Jude, it says, you know, um, you know, begin to pray for others. Like you're snatching them out of the fire, like begin to really have that compassionate heart where you're treating this situation as if it was you. And compassion is one of those things that the world will try to snatch from us in a heartbeat, like to, to, you know, you know, I think of these situations and I'm like, Oh my goodness. I think of these situations where, you know, something traumatic is happening and people are just recording because they would rather record than help the situation. And I'm like, man, Lord, what, what, what happens to our compassion? You know, like, I, I don't know about you, but I can't see someone crying 
and I could be out in the street, I could be anywhere, and I see someone crying, and my instinct is to be like, are you okay? You know, like, is everything okay? Like, is there anything that you need? Why? Because there's a level of compassion that we have as believers. And even that the world tries to take from us. Like they have this, you know, again, New York things. You might hear a a lot of times on podcasts, but like people say like, do you like, oh, I'm gonna do me and you do you like, you better take that out your vocabulary because that ain't nowhere near biblical. Like that is not in the word. Like you do you and I do me like, whoa, beep. like that's that's not biblical like wait hold on what do you mean like are we not supposed to you know treat each other with the respect as brothers and sisters in the lord are we not supposed to you know show love and show compassion like what what, where did we get this selfishness from you know like there there's there's things that again god has to correct within our spirit you know like i remember there was a time you know, and uh, here goes another New York saying, I used to always say, like, if it wasn't tight, this is in regards to clothing. If it, it if it isn't tight, it isn't right. And the Lord was like, where did you get that? Like, what, where did this come from? Like, I'm going to need to correct that out of you. And thank the Lord for great sisters in the Lord who's like, Vanessa, let's just talk about this in Timothy right here, where it's like, you want to dress modestly, Vanessa? <laughs> You know, like you don't want to cause your brother or sister to sin. And I know there's so much to that, but I, I'm I'm like, oh, okay, I got you. I got you. All right. All right. That's a correction. That's like the Lord saying, like, hey, I, I need you to walk a certain way. You gotta look a certain way, you know, that that respects you and, and respects others around you and, and respects, you know, the, the people who, you know, are are walking this Christian life out and may not have the strength you know, to, to not look or to gaze or, you know, to lust and all these things. And I was like, okay, Lord, thank you. Thank you. And again, correction, correction can hurt sometimes because I could have very well looked at my two sisters that came to me say, Hey, let's talk a little bit about this. I just want to, I could have taken it and be offended. And I cannot tell you, like, there's so many times that, you know, in love, people are trying to do something and all of a sudden the spirit of offense comes and, and offends you know, offends us as believers. And we, we got to get to a place where like, like, hold on, hold on, Holy Spirit. Let me see what your word says about this. Cause I want to walk in your truth. I, and I pray father, like that offense doesn't come on me, you know, and those are real, you know, that's, that's a humbling of your heart where it's like, okay, Lord, let's, let's talk about this. You know, like, okay, yeah, I do have to forgive my sister. Okay. I have to do forgive my brother. Okay. You're asking me to do this you know, in faith. And, and there's things that God is, you know, calling us to do to bring correction in our life. And sometimes it's our attitude. You know, it's like, I I remember hearing this, um, from, oh man, I can't even remember the preacher's name right now, but I remember hearing this from the preacher, like even changing our attitude with how we go to church, right? Uh, the preacher and the preacher says, that someone came up to them after service and they said, Hey, I didn't really like that worship song. And the preacher said, okay. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's just, it it, it didn't move me. Okay. Well, the worship song wasn't for you, you know? And I was like, wow, the worship song wasn't for the congregation. The worship song was for the Lord. 
And sometimes God even has to change our attitudes, like the way that we think about things. And he's like, let me correct that out of you. Like, don't think that, you know, like just, just because of situation A, B, and B, A, B, C, and D means that I won't have to bring correction. And when I thought about it, I'm like, Lord, you even bring correction to our attitudes, you know, to the way that we think about things, to the way that our emotions will try to arise and get the best of us. You know, and where we're like, man, Lord, help me, <laughs> correct me, you know, correct me about a situation, correct me in the way that my heart may be thinking. And man, I, I, I've, I've endured some correction from the Lord, where the Lord's like, I just need you to rethink about that situation. And, you know, sometimes it comes in a rebuke and sometimes it comes in a gentle correction and the Lord can rebuke us too. Like he can, he can as we're reading the word, like it can just hit you. Sometimes you can hear it through an audible voice where the Lord's just talking to you. And he's like, man, I like, I need you to take care of this situation you have with your brother. I need you to, you know, take care of this situation that you have with, you know, your mom, you know, cause you're not honoring her. You know, I need you to take care of this situation you have with your na neighbor. Cause sometimes we can, you know, like, <laughs> There, there can be such spite that happens and it's because we're in this flesh, you know, like we're in this flesh body, you know, it's like I, I, I saw two, um, neighbors, um, you know, bickering, well, not bickering, I'm going to say bickering, but I, I, I had encountered two neighbors where, you know, one, one, one neighbor, their dog would poop and they would not pick up, you know, they would not pick up after themselves. And so what the other neighbors started doing is like, well, I'm going to take my dog and I'm going to come to your lawn that's all the way on the other side just to do the same thing to you. And it's like, I'm like, mm, I would check your heart on that. <laughs> I'm like, hey, brother, I would just check your heart on that. Like, like, how about we how about you have a conversation with them versus, you know, an eye for an eye or two for two situation? Because <laughs> that's not what God desires us. You know, that that's not where God desires us to be where we're, you know, retaliating, we're, you know, just doing something out of spite and, and, you know, he desires us to, you know, be corrected in that way. And sometimes it'll, that correction will come from someone else. And sometimes it straight come from the Holy Spirit. If you give him time to talk, right? Because one of the things that will keep us from hearing the voice of God and hearing some of these teachings and hearing some of these rebuking and hearing some of these corrections and hearing is that we aren't training ourselves like we aren't training ourselves to have moments with God where we're really before the presence of God and we're saying okay Lord train me in all of this help me you know some things require us to be trained in and when you begin to you know just have your time with the Lord and separate that time with the Lord and say Lord I'm going to begin to you know, wake up 10 to 15 minutes early and I just want to be before your presence. And I get it. Some of us, you know, it's a sacrifice. It's sacrificial, but your sacrifice will be worth it. It would be a sweet aroma onto the Lord. It'll be so necessary. I say this all the time, like you need time with your father. You need time with the Holy Spirit. You need time with him because if not, you're walking through your day. And I'm only sharing this because it's, it's experience, right? You can walk through your day and the day can feel like it's dragging, like you're feeling heavy, like you feel like you 
you're holding all of this in and you don't have real a lot of time to take care of it you know and you can't even have a single thought to yourself and and it can build up and then you go into the next day and you you know you feel the same way and you feel even more worse and a lot of the times that happens when we haven't had time to just sit before the presence of God and i i i pray that this would resonate in your in your heart train yourself to have time with the lord train yourself begin to be obedient to just sit before the lord and say lord teach me teach me how to pray lord bring forth any type of correction that's needed in me so that i am burden free in jesus name and really begin to just ask the lord to like teach you to speak to you to minister to you but if we're walking around the day and and we're not really talking to the lord and talking to the holy spirit then it makes things difficult i say this take moments where you just have you know you know how we have a break naturally of work you know you have your break you have your lunch break and you know you eat lunch have moments with the holy spirit you know like just just have a break just say i'm gonna take a 10 minute break to sit with down with the lord you know, out of my 30 minutes, 15 minutes is for the Lord. 15 minutes is for me to eat. <laughs> you know, like take time even in your day, eat, even while you're washing the dishes. You know, they say we have about 10,000 thoughts that run through our mind all the time. Take even while you're washing the dishes and you could just be washing the dishes and the Lord could drop someone's name. Lord, I pray that you would bless Mary, Lord. I know that I heard that, you know, she's going through a tough time in this season. You're just washing your dishes. And you're just like, Lord, may you bless her. May you, you know, begin to speak to her. Lord, I pray for against every any heaviness over her life. And you're being productive because you're washing the dishes. <laughs> but in your mind, you're training yourself that I can have fruitful thoughts. I can have prayerful thoughts while I'm washing the dishes, while I'm doing laundry. You know, this is why I thank the Lord for headphones, <laughs> headphones, because I cannot tell you how much, you know, even putting on a worship song while you're washing the dishes. Yeah, you may have, you know, the kids in the background and, you know, have some other things. Maybe you're cooking dinner at the same time, but just to have some, some worship music in your ear while you're doing all that, it's training you. It, it trains you to like, okay, I need to have my, my, my focus, my focus on the Lord. And it begins to really help you navigate the rest of your day. Because then you don't feel like so burdened. You can talk to the Lord. You can you can talk to the Lord on your drive home. You know, hey, Lord, you know, the situation that happened at work, Lord, I just need your wisdom. I need you to help me, you know, to really have this conversation with my boss. I don't have that boldness, but I really need to make sure that, you know, I, I take care of this situation. And I want to honor you by taking this situation, you know, to my boss. And I, I, I want to honor my leadership. And you begin to just have that conversation with the Lord. Lord, speak to me. Lord, I, I desire your wisdom in this situation. On your way home, in the car. You know, sometimes even having conversations, you know, with, with the kids in the car, you know, like, hey, how was your day? You know, like, hey, let's take take a minute to just pray, you know, that the Lord, you know, continue to, you know, speak to your friends in school, you know, that you continue to be a light. And these things that you can do so um, consciously, you just have to be aware that you're doing them. You, you have to be aware that you're, you can speak to the Holy Spirit anywhere. 
Yes, is it important to have a consecrated time before the Lord? Yes. Has it personally blessed me to truly just have that time? Yes. But I can I can have a prayer break, you know, any time of the day. I can have a moment where I'm just praying to the Lord, you know, and I'm just, you know, praying in tongues, you know, speaking to the Lord. Lord, we invite you into this atmosphere, Lord, that everyone who comes into, you know, this place of business, Father, would, Father, come with your your peace, Father. And if they don't have it, Lord, may you give it to them. You know, just just whatever whatever comes to your heart. But that's how you start to cultivate a lifestyle of prayer. That's how you start to cultivate a lifestyle that really is conscious that, you know, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. You know, the spiritual realm is real. Whether any of us wants to believe it or not, it's still real. You know, the spiritual realm is very real. We don't fight flesh and blood. This is not about, you know, Susie, my coworker, you know, John, like my my neighbor. You know, this isn't about my brother, you know, Pablo, you know, or my sister, you know, Smith. I don't know. I just named some random names, but it isn't about them. It's that I have an understanding that we, we, we're in, you know, we fight against, not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and principalities. And when you begin to understand that, you realize that I have to feed my spiritual man, my spiritual woman. I have to be, uh, you know, aware that this enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. And I cannot allow that to be in the midst of my family and the and you begin to just pray, Lord. I I pray for you know Aunt Betty. I I pray for Aunt Susie. I pray for my uncle, Lord. You know, let them come to the fold of your understanding, Lord. I I declare salvation, and it's like just a prayer that you do, like I, I in the bathroom stall at work, and it's because you you know that the enemy is coming to steal. He's coming to destroy, and we are. You know, I, I pray that we get to a place, everyone that's hearing this, where we get to a place that we are constantly aware of it, that we have more spiritual thoughts than, you know, the kind of carnal thoughts that we may have throughout the day, that we have more spiritual thoughts. Because when Jesus calls us, you know, it, it's it's a training ground, right? And this is why I love the scripture, because it says all scripture is God breath, and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. There's a training that the Lord desires us to take us through so that we mature in our Christian walk so that we can say, I look different in my, in my spiritual walk from now than two years ago, where we can begin to say, wow, Lord, thank you for this growth, you know, spiritually where, you know, things that attacked me back then don't attack me now. Like I'm not attacked or plagued by the spirit of depression because you've set me free. You know, you've set me free from anxiety. You've set me free from man's expectation. You've set me free. And when you begin to have that, you know, wisdom and understanding, you probably, you know, didn't think at the moment you were being set free or that you needed to, but God was correcting something. He was adjusting something. He was teaching you something that, hey, this is a point of your life that I need to correct. I need to adjust because it's going to be beneficial for you. And this is why, you know, I, I get to my next scripture, which is 2 Corinthians five seventeen. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away and behold, the new has come. And there's things in our, in our old lifestyle, in our old way, you know, before Christ that, that sometimes can try to mingle into our current 
you know, new life in Christ. And again, new life in Christ, whether you've been a Christian four or five or 20 years, there's still things that God desires us to be refined in. There's still things that we we need to hold on to Jesus ever the more each and every single day. And, you know, there's things that he's like, hey, I, I want that old way of thinking to pass away. I need you to adopt this new way. I need you to adopt more truth in your life. And that comes from reading scripture. And that's why, you know, scripture should have such an impact on us that, you know, it brings forth a change in our life where we're really, truly seeking God, you know, for that change, for that deliverance, for that freedom. And I read this next scripture. It's out of Hebrews 4.12. It's my last scripture here. Uh, Hebrews 4.12, and it says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, and it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Man, I need you guys to read that like on your own time. If you have any scripture to meditate on, meditate on on that. Um, again, Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is alive and it's active. It's sharp, sharper than any double-edged sword. Sometimes the truth is going to hurt. Sometimes it's going to feel like what God's asking to you to do is hitting a part of your flesh. But what God is trying to do is really penetrate, penetrate. You know, God knows your thoughts. God knows the attitudes of your heart. He knows because nothing is hidden from him. This is what we're reading in this scripture. Nothing is hidden from him. So you may be able to hide how you're feeling from the world, from your spouse, from your children. You may be able to hide but the one person that you will not be able to hide from is the Lord. You know, the Lord lays everything bare and he knows everything's uncovered before him. And that's why sometimes, you know, like when, when God's drawing your attention to spend time with him, spend time with him because he knows that there's something in your heart that he needs to free you from. There's something that you believed Maybe it was a lie from the enemy that you believe that God's like, I need you to spend time with me so I can get that out. And and sometimes, you know, again, he's calling us and, you know, maybe maybe we, we, we're not as discerning and then he'll give you a dream. And you're like, man, why did I have our, our, that dream? And God's calling you to get inside my, get inside the, the prayer time, prayer moment, prayer closet, prayer area and spend time with me and ask me about that dream. And and then we, you know, we don't pay attention to the dream and we don't pay attention to his voice. And then God will send us somebody else, you know, because that's how f faithful God is. And and somebody will be like, hey, I was thinking about you. Random text message. Hey, I was thinking about you. And it's like God's getting our attention because sometimes he needs us to just get into that place, that secret place with him where he can draw some things out of you because the word of God is alive. It's active. His spirit is active. And he's trying to just draw some things out of you. Either he's trying to teach you something, 
He's trying to bring some correction. Or he's just trying to train you in something. Like, hey, you believe this lie that no one cares about you. And I need to get that out of you. You know, the enemy planted that seed and I need to get it out. You know, I need you to, you know, really see that, like, I love you. Like, Jesus is like, I love you. You're loved. And sometimes, you know, God will just say, like, just spend time with me so that I can begin to train you in this thing. So I can try to, you know, rebuke you if it's necessary. Take the rebuke, <laughs> you know, like if it's necessary, it will be beneficial down the line. You may not see it now, but it will. You know, but God's calling you to that place. He's calling you to that secret place where everything that you read, all scripture will begin to minister to you in one way or another. And I truly believe that if if you just receive that into your heart, that every time you go read the word, God is going to show you something. And it may not be for now. You know, sometimes you store the scripture in your heart so that the Lord can bring it up to you later. Like, hey, you remember you read that scripture? Yeah, that's what I'm talking to you about right now. You know, where God just does that kind of thing. Or he's just like, you're reading a scripture and you're like, why, why am I reading that? You know, why am I reading that? You know, you have the ability to speak life and death, your powers in your tongue. And you're like, oh, that's a nice scripture. Until you realize that the enemy has come to attack you and God reminds you of that scripture. You have the ability to speak life or death, powers in your tongue. And then you start praying, man, Lord, I command this enemy that every weapon formed against me shall not prosper in Jesus' mighty name. I declare that I am the head and not the tail. And you begin to have that warring spirit because now you're standing on scripture. You know, God just, he's, he's so gentle and such gracious with us that he gives us, you know, time and opportunity to come to him, but don't forsake the time. You know, don't forsake the time of just, just drawing near to the Lord. It's just getting near, you know, cause all these other things are going to try to occupy your time. You know, there's so many things that are going to try to occupy your time, but really try to put the Lord above those things that's why if you get up 15 minutes earlier don't let nothing get in the way of those 15 minutes from the minute your floor your feet hit the floor till you get to your place of prayer don't let nothing get in the way because the enemy will say well if you start your day right now you'll be ahead you'll be ahead you might as well just you know start you know getting your clothes ready you might as well start making breakfast because then you know you won't you'll be ahead if you start now and then you won't feel you know like a b c d e nope don't listen to it. Go get your time in with God. You know, go get time in with God. You know, like, go get in time with God. Because that's the, that's the enemy's tactic. You know, he'll say to you, like, hey, hey, I, I, like, just go do, go, go do this. You know, you might as well, you know, just start, start packing your lunch. You woke up early. Be, be productive. Why are you never productive? When you, if you're waking up earlier, it's to be productive, isn't it? Uh, no, it's to separate time with God. <laughs> it's to separate time with the Holy Spirit. That's that's productive. And sometimes what the enemy does, not sometimes, Lord knows, a lot of times, what the enemy makes us feel like is that something's more important than my time with God. Does that, like, what? And I've realized, like, nothing's more important than my time with God. Because if my time with, if I value my time with the Lord... If I value my time with God, everything else will be added on. Everything else would be good. If I get my time in with the Lord, I know that I'm ready for my day. Because I've known myself 
that I need time with the Lord. When I don't get time with the Lord, I am very short. I, I have a lot more flesh in me than I desire to have. I have a lot more flesh. But when I get in with the Lord, when I have that time with him, it, it creates just a like an intimacy with us, like me and Holy Spirit. But it helps me prepare for the day. You know, there's things that Holy Spirit will talk to me in my in my time of prayer. He would like, hey, I want you to do something a little different today. I want you to take this route. Hey, I want you to call this person. And he sets my day for me. He orders my steps. Like, sometimes we're doing too much. Like, sometimes we're doing too much. And God's like, chill. Like, I didn't, you didn't have to do all that. You know, like, I, I thank the Lord for these companies that have made it easy for moms. Like, for, for, for moms and parents, you know, dads, I'm not leaving you out. But just, even just people, like, like Walmart pickup, man, if you don't know there's a grace behind Walmart pickup, use Walmart pickup, you know, like if you're having a busy day and you know, like you're going to save an hour of your peace of mind at Walmart, like please use Walmart pickup, Target pickup, uh, Instacart. <laughs> uh, I'm not getting paid for this advertisement or anything, but I'm just saying like, like sometimes we, we spend, you know, two, three hours doing one thing and there's services. Take advantage of the services. Take advantage of those services. I say that because it'll leave time. It, it'll leave time for other things. It'll leave time, one, to have prayer breaks, to, you know, get other things together where you're not feeling like you're running around and you didn't get too much done. And then you're feeling like, you know, you, you don't have the strength. You don't have the strength. So I say that to say, <laughs> I went on a spiel there. Sorry. I just believe in those services. I really do. I believe in those services. I believe that if you can take care, take advantage of those services, I think Walmart pickup, you just got to have $35, you know, plus to, to, for a free service. I don't know if that's changed since I've used it, but I, that, that was the last time I used it, um, that I knew of that's what it was, but take advantage of those services and take advantage of your time with the Lord. That's where this is coming to. Take advantage of your time with the Lord, get in with the Lord. And I, and I promise you, sometimes you got to train yourself. I'm going to get in with the Lord. I'm going to have a few, you know, prayer breaks within, and you'll see that the, the word of God will begin to minister to you. The word of God that's teaching you, that's rebuking you, that's correcting you, that's training you in righteousness will begin the word of God that's alive, that's active, that knows every situation that, that, you know, like I tend to say this thing, like, I don't, I, I got to a point in my Christian walk where, you know, I don't want, I don't always want the enemy chasing me. Like I want to chase the enemy. I want to push back the forces of darkness, like versus me feeling like I'm fighting all the time. And when you get to a place where God's just training you, like, you, you don't always have to, yes, we fight from a position of victory, right? But you got to get to that place where you're fighting from a position of victory and you know it, you know, you know it, that those who are with us is more than, than those that are, you know, with the enemy. Like there's more on our side than there is on theirs is the exact scripture. But that we get to a point in our Christian walk where we're truly beginning to, you know, have and walk with the spirit of God. And all that we do, and all that we do, whether we're at work, whether we're home, 
that we're continuing to build ourselves up, build ourselves up in the word of God, build ourselves up in the truth of God, which is his word, because that's the stuff that's going to set us free. It's going to set us free. So thank you so much for hopping on to this podcast number three. Thank you. Thank you again. I truly, again, just want to thank each of you for just staying on and hopping on and sharing this podcast. Glory be to God. God bless you. Thank you so much. See you on the next one. God bless you. You were just listening to Living Truth Everyday Podcast. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Make sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube where we post updates about this podcast and much more. We welcome you to join us for the next episode.